hey everybody welcome back to the sacred books of britney spears my name is aaron and i am joined with my co-host john wayne hello and we have a, another special guest today so natalie welcome back hi thank you so much <laughs> um yeah so you guys are recording together today which usually doesn't happen no um, usually we're in our separate areas um but that's not possible today. Really? What happened? Uh, we're, it's being fumigated. Really? What, what, uh, did something happen? Well, apparently all the cat food that didn't make it into my mouth has been attracting a lot of rats. Right. Uh, very large, large rats. So, um, people were thinking they were pets and stuff and I just didn't like that. Aspect. Oh, you mean visitors to the library? Yeah, the few that I do get, it kind of turned them away. So I figured I'd take care of that problem. Is that how you get rid of rats? You fumigate? Um, no, I don't know. That's just what I'm calling it. <laughs> if, that's, if that's what it means to pay a guy to come in with like a little wooden stick and whack him on the head, then yeah, that's fumigating. <laughs> okay, nice. The, um, so where are you guys recording right now? Uh, we're up in Natalie's area. Natalie's area. Kind of like the... So... The uh, West Wing, if you will. <clears throat> okay. That's what she likes to call it. The West Wing. It's really just upstairs. Mm. So do you guys think of it as... You guys share a house with separate rooms? Or do you guys have, like, separate apartments? And you guys don't live together? Like, how do you guys think of your living situation? Yeah, I'd consider it like a house with separate rooms and we just sleep in the bunks. Right. I was going to say apartment. Like, I liked that analogy. We both have our own apartment in a complex. Because you guys don't share bathroom. You guys don't share money. You guys don't share cooking. You guys don't share food. Natalie eats normal food. John Wayne's been eating cat food. Yeah. I would never make someone else, you know, eat cat food. Nor would he make anyone else food to eat. Gotcha. Sounds like a now, stab. <laughs> does that... I make food sometimes. It's just cat, cat food. food involved. Right. And you don't want Do it. Do you... Because so. I know you're into the cereal, the savory cereal. Um, mm -hmm. How else do you... Is that the only way you eat it? I know. I, like I said, like we've discussed before, I like to eat it just dry, just kind of like snack on it. But that's right. Okay. If I'm in the if if I happen to you know splurge and get some goat milk or something, then I'll just throw that on there. <laughs> Why does goat milk? Do you guys wait? So okay, you like goat milk, Natalie? What do you think about goat milk? Um, I don't drink milk, but I uh -huh. love goat cheese. Well, that sounds silly. You won't I don't... drink the milk, but you'll eat the cheese? Yes. It's the same thing. It's spreadable, and you can put jam on it with a cracker. It's delicious. Goat milk, though. I mean, goat cheese. Okay, what, like, what, what cheese that comes from a cow is most like goat cheese, do you think? Or are, are there different kinds of goat cheese? I have no idea. I don't know. That's a good question for a cheese person. But, I mean, okay, so... So forget that question then. Which, which cheese is most like goat cheese? That's another good question. 
like I, goat I cheese think is goat it's, cheese is goat cheese. I think it's in its own category. Of cheese. Well, no, what I mean is is goat cheese like soft, like yes. brie is okay, but not so like can, brie. It's crumbly. Uh, it's crumbly yet soft. Gotcha. I think blue cheese is like that. I think blue cheese is crumbly, but you can kind of spread it. And it's disgusting. I love blue cheese. <laughs> I blue cheese crumbles on a cob salad. My favorite. I haven't eaten a lot of salads lately, but um, I like hard cheese. Hard I like and salty. hard, nutty, salty cheese. Same here. I don't know why. That's my favorite, but <laughs> you like it hard, nutty. Yeah, I do, and salty. Yeah. Um, no. So you don't like cow milk. You don't like cow dairy, but you like goat dairy. Who are you asking, Natalie? Oh, I, I, I um, don't have anything against dairy. I just don't like to drink milk. Got it. Okay. Ugh. Now I know John Wayne. Have we talked about? Because you don't. You like the oat milk, right? I love oat milk, but I can't afford oat milk at the moment. Right. So I just go for the the really cheap goat milk. I got a, I got a guy. You got a guy. I, yeah, I got a guy who has a, a goat, and he lets me just come by and sometimes. <laughs> and milk it? Yeah. <laughs> he wa- he likes to watch. It's it's weird, but, you know, it's Sometimes free. he actually pays John to come right. milk the goat so like does, absolutely does he record you does he like video record it i don't know i don't really i just try to i get in and out real quick you know i just get in there throw it through get, tugs and then right get out is milking a goat i mean goats are small yeah so they got little, what? they got small little teats okay they're smaller yeah but they're still still the same gotcha i'm um kind Have of at a loss have you ever milked a cow or anything? I did. In uh, when I was young in the Midwest, we had to. Um, there were these sort of social groups that you would do after work, and one of them was Future Farmers you know, America. Yeah, exactly. Going through and it's amazing those organizations held up for thousands years. and thousands of years. Well, you know, they teach. You know, we milk cows. We made like learned how to set up our own tents, learned how to start a campfire in case another apocalypse came, you know, always trying to be prepared. Right. I mean, it's, it's no surprise that the few organizations that made it out of the apocalypse were the boy scouts and the farmers of America. Like they obviously knew how to live off the land better than other people. Totally. No, absolutely. I mean, not a lot of politicians made it. So, Well, it was at that period of time where technology was, I mean, what were you going to do? You know, use your smartphone to traverse a charred, broken land, you know? You needed to learn how to find water and... Unless uh, someone updated the maps, then yeah. (laughs) A lot of people (laughs) fell into pits. People were Googling maps and they were falling into pits. That was was very common back then. No, absolutely. Driving their automobiles into lakes. Um, Okay. Fiery, so, fiery lava pools. So how often... Okay, just out of curiosity, then, so you milk a goat. Sorry, I want to get back to this because I'm of kind of curious. You well, you milk the goat, and then what do you... So you have a bucket of goat milk. Yep. And then do you just bring it back to the library and yeah. put it in the fridge? Oh, yeah. What Is that you do safe? I don't know. You don't pasteurize it at all, or... 
I don't know how to do that. You just set it out in the pasture and it. I I I'm not sure. I don't. I I might have missed that uh, day when we, you <laughs> know, farmers? If we did that. Yeah, if we had to learn that, because I don't remember ever learning how to. Yeah, I don't know how to pasteurize milk. I so. just wonder, maybe this is why your stomach is always so upset. Maybe. Oh, your stomach. Oh, is that why you were late today? Were you? Yeah. That was a weird transition. Um, it's fine. Okay. Just call so me I'm... out. Just thanks for calling me out. Yeah, I was late. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so Dead maybe the it's rats. the combination of the the unpasteurized goat milk and the dry cat food. Maybe. Could be. Sounds gross. I drink plenty of water, though, besides. so. Right. Yeah, maybe your body's just like, you know, we, we were good for a while, but now... Um, it's catching up to me. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I'll have to look into that. Okay. Um, Natalie, how are you doing? I feel great. Feeling good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I know we've... I'm sure we've talked about this, but just to catch up our listeners. So you're still working, right? During this, this quarantine or are you not working? Uh, I, mean, I don't remember. What, what qualifies as work? I don't think we've ever talked about it before. Okay. I don't, yeah. I, John Wayne might've mentioned something. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm sure our listeners can remind I us. I might've touched on something before, but I can't recall. Shucks. Probably should have. Well, I mean, this quarantine's been forever. You might not have been doing it anymore. So, are you? What do? What are your days like? Well, I, I always like to make some coffee. There's a cat that runs around that chases the rats. Um, I try to chase her down and give her some snuggles. I love cooking. I love baking. I love going for walks. And then occasionally I'll slip in like a workout or a yoga. Really? Okay. okay. So your days are your days are very um, relaxed. It sounds like. Oh yeah. You're, you're taking care of yourself. Really doing a lot of self care. Mm-hmm. Trying to stay positive. Yes. What do you? So what do you cook besides deviled eggs? Oh, I forgot about those deviled eggs. <laughs> um. I like to cook any and everything, really. We made some tacos last night. I love a good lasagna. Um, he doesn't always eat because he likes those cat treats, but chili. Money. Do, do you ever have... Now, Natalie, have you tried cat food? No. No? No, I haven't. Is it because you're scared or you don't want to like take any of his... Food. Well, yeah. One, I don't want to uh, impeach. That's not the word. Embroach? What? What am I saying? I don't want to like take his things, as you said. In, in a okay. Way. But also, like the thought of cat food in my mouth makes me like ugh, cringe a little. <laughs> you know? Right. It's an acquired taste. I suppose it smells gross. So why well, I don't think I'd like the taste of it. Okay. Yeah. That Have makes you ever sense. smelled cat food? It smells like. I haven't. I'm not a big. F- Here's the thing. I love cats. I, I I like an actual cat that's in front of me, me for too. a moment, yeah. but then once it gets into like the cat litter and cleaning up after it, and the cat food, and then opening up the 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 wet and looking at it, 
no. stirring yeah. it up. Yeah, right. No. It's like it's like weird. It's like if you had to sleep in a bunk bed next to a, like a cat box. That'd be weird, right? Is that something? I think that would be weird. I think that would be like you'd have to smell it all the time. You'd be like, "What's that smell?" Oh, that's right. There's a cat shitting next to my head. Well, I would imagine that the person who put the cat, like I'm very much, I can sleep on either side of the bed. So I would then demand to sleep on the other sides. Right. I have offered. But if it's on a bunk bed and you guys have the top bunk and the lower bunk, so you'd try to be like, Hey, I want to sleep on the top bunk. Well, you obviously know my situation. You know, I can't do that. Right. Yeah. It sounds like maybe in this situation, you should move the cat box. You should move the cat box because you don't like it there. Then I'll move the cat box. Oh, so Natalie, this is your cat. I've sort you... of caught the, the, the cat that's been running around the library. She, she calls it her cat. It's not her cat. It is the my cat's cat. Like, the cat's like, F you. I'm going to do what I want. She loves right. when I hold her. She comes her. and goes when she wants. She mostly stays with you me. You should see the scratches on her arms. It does not like it. She thinks <laughs> Isn't it amazing how with cats you can claim that they love you so much, but they physically hurt you? You know? Know, she does love me. She loves when I like snuggle on her. She loves it. And then I guess Natalie loves it when it, the cat bites her face, I guess. It's enduring. See, the thing about cat, I've actually, um, I remember dating a guy who had a cat. And there, you know, I've, I'm already like pretty jumpy and kind of a scared person anyway. But when you're sleeping and all of a sudden you wake up and then there's this fuzzy thing. And then there's this cat who's trying to like this, his cat was trying to like, like give me a dental exam. He was like trying to like get into my mouth, you know, as if there was like gold or cat treats or like the, the best cat treat in the, it, it was just the weirdest thing. And you just see what's in there. Cause cats are nocturnal, right? Or like they, they are okay being awake at night. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz they can see in the dark. And so, yeah, it's terrifying to wake up and there's just a cat on your chest looking at you. Yeah, it it is a little scary when like the cat jumps up and makes a loud sound next to your head waking you up in the morning or in the evening. Yeah. I think it's scariest when I wake up and she's just like she'll be sitting somewhere in the room but just staring. Right. At, at you. At me. At him. Ted, it might be scary if you believed in ghosts. Well, I was going to ask you, now, have you ever experienced that with cats? Because I know that it's said that cats and dogs and animals can sort of sense things. Have you ever experienced it where, like, the cat is just, like, staring at a corner or staring at a wall? 100%. Yes. Really? Yo, yes, yes. Like, it, it's clear from their behavior that they're looking at something. Oh, 100%, yeah. And it's usually, like, right as I'm trying to fall asleep. And she'll uh-huh. get up on the bed to like snuggle with me and she'll be needing me. You know how, how cats do they need? And then all of a sudden she'll just stop and she'll look at something like at a point, but her eyes will follow it. Follow, follow, follow. And so she's clearly looking at something moving around. And then all of a sudden she'll either dart out of the room or she'll get fluffy. You know how cats get big when they're like yeah, scared? Yeah, arch or their back. She, well, her tail gets big. All her hair on her back goes up. It's scary. Sounds me when I get excited. Exactly, but she's excited for not. Your the hair same gets reason. all fluffy. Yeah. And Got it. big. Um. Yeah. I mean. Okay. 
cut that out. <laughs> 20 minutes, 45 seconds. Um, but see, that's explainable because cats can see on a different spectrum and see like, like animals can see like so many different colors than we can and all and sorts of stuff. So who knows what they're, what we can't see that is like know. ghosts. No, not like, like ghosts. colors. You're like, like yes, talking about colors cats. and rays and vibrations or something in the air. Like, there's all. But sorts why of would st- a color just flow into my room while I'm sleeping? Like, you, the whole it's a whole theory. Like this, we we've acknowledged that this is red. Yeah. But in someone else's eyes, Aaron could see this as green. Nah. Yeah, this could be or, green. But we've acknowledged in his mind. We've said that this is red. What is even, that? What's what for our listeners? Yeah. Oh, it's a lighter. Whatever. Okay, and it's it's the color light. green. <laughs> it's red. It's actually red. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. In, either way, I'm just saying, like, this could actually look green. Well, he just Aaron. said it looks green. You're missing my point. Okay, so a cat would see it and say... I'm just saying a cat mm. might see it as a, a different hue because of uh, the different spectrums they see in or whatever whatever i'm just saying like there's the theory there's a theory that this color we see it as red or let's just even me i see it as red okay to you it could look like any color in the world but we've established that we agree that this color however you see it red yes like this could look like this could look like that but we've acknowledged <laughs> to you it could look like that. But we've acknowledged that this we've agreed that this is red. We're gonna call it red. But you don't know how I actually see this. Thanks. That's true. I mean, you could be colorblind. Right. But we've but we've established that that's what this color is because we've said, oh, this color, this hue in my brain and your brain and your brain is the color red. Right. We've all agreed upon no it. No matter what we no matter what we actually see, we've agreed that. So now. And you're saying that cats. And you're saying that cats might not agree. They're like, "Hey, I didn't shake on that." Okay, I never said that. I said that that was red. I'm just saying we don't know what a cat actually sees. I don't even know what you actually see, but I know what I see, and I know that cats can see a lot different crap. Like ghosts. No, if they existed, sure, but they don't exist. They exist. (sighs) Moving on. You know that's interesting. So. For a minute there, I was trying to think of a way to make fun of you for that whole thing. But then I realized, you know what? I actually kind of agree with you because think about it like this. Who's to say what some things are objective or subjective? Because like I've often wondered why someone is considered – like everyone can agree that a particular person is good looking. And then there might be someone else who – people might think is not good looking but then i might look at a particular person that people might not think is good looking and be like i don't know what y'all are talking about i think they're very good looking you know or i i like their voice or i like that music you know and Mm -hmm. other people like no you're crazy so maybe it is you know maybe there is more subjectivity to these things well i don't i don't think color is subjectivity but who did decide that is red and that is yellow and that is blue? And those are your primary colors. Who um, decided? I think it was an artist like 
Just saying. I think it was an, uh, someone who started playing with colors back in the day. And then he was like, everybody else has to call it this. No, I don't think he was. I don't think whoever it was. Like, I don't know. Let's there's say. nothing in the there's nothing in the library. There's nothing in the history books and all your studies about how colors were named. Uh, no, I I don't have any books that go back that far. Mm. Sorry, the That's earliest true. stuff I got I I have stuff I've written and transcribed about like you know artists early artists like Picasso. He might have been the guy that made up colors. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Huh. Okay. Well, interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, you two, because today's book is a little bit more on the, um, you know, it's a little bit more relationship driven, like many of her previous um, stories. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, since we had you guys both on, yeah, it's definitely an opportunity because I feel like with quarantine, I mean, I went from having a roommate, even though she and I weren't interacting that often, to now I'm living alone. But I know that you two were living separately, and now you're living together, ish. And it's living together, ish. Certainly, some might say in today. A, yeah. How you know? So I want to maybe take an opportunity today to sort of maybe help out our listeners through today's words, mm. as far as you know, how they can navigate being in a relationship during quarantine. So. Mm. Today, everybody, we're going to be doing book two, chapter nine, Can't Make You Love Me. So, I mean, maybe it's not exactly, <laughs> maybe it doesn't exactly fit, but. No, it's perfect. It's perfect because we can't make each other do anything. We just, That's true. We just do. I mean, yeah. unless you use the theory of manipulation and the person doesn't know they're being manipulated to do stuff and they're actually doing it because the other person wanted them to do it and they just don't realize it. Right. So do you have an example? I don't want to give Hy- Hypothetically. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, what, what are you trying to say here? Nothing. Okay. God, you're tricking my mind to keep me here? That's actually kind of sweet. No, if anything, you're tricking me to keep you, let you stay here. What has been, actually, so John Wayne, question, because obviously it's been, it had been, before you were with Natalie, it had been 10 years and some months since you were in a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. What has changed with dating? From, you know, however many years ago, 20 some odd years ago, or however long ago you dated your wife to mm-hmm. now, what's, what's changed in relationships and dating and all that? Uh, well, back when I dated her versus now is now there's a, like a, a quarantine kind of thing going on. Right. So that's a huge, that's a huge, huge thing. But so, I'm pretty sure if Natalie never came in the library, I would have never met her because I probably would have never went out to meet someone. Or, and I don't really do the online dating thing. So, not I don't remember. I, I'm not judging you for it, but I just don't. It's not my thing. Yeah, no, it's not for everybody. I mean, mine is more born of desperation. I think, because <laughs> um, I have yeah. So do you? Do you think that quarantine forced you guys into a relationship? faster because you guys kind of got lumped in to get you guys started living together almost immediately 
Yeah, I think some might say that, um, but I never really looked at it from that perspective. Like, I never was like, oh my gosh, we're sort of dating and now there's uh, this quarantine and so we either have to live together or never see each other again. It wasn't, it wasn't that black and white. It was just, I kind of needed a place to stay and then throughout my staying, we got to know each other and hence the relationship. Oh, interesting. I mean, I would say that it does, like we did kind of move faster than we probably would have otherwise. Like you said, it was like, you know, the quarantine. So it's like, oh, oh, you're part of my bubble. Okay, I guess you can stay here then to do the bubble thing because I'm not leaving my bubble. So you might as well join my bubble. Right. But then, as you know, like there was that period where we didn't, we weren't in each other's bubbles. And she kind of like, she, she did her own thing for a minute. That's right. That's right. But I st- I remained safe. I was always by myself. And if I ever I'm not, came into contact, judging. I had a mask on. Sure. No one was there right. to see it, but that's fine. That's when you were out exploring yourself. And finding and... you, Aaron. <laughs> that's right. Uh-huh. Yep. That's right. Because we were, yeah. So Britain. do you think that with quarantine has helped the, your relationship or has it, well, I mean, hindered it? Not hinder. Yeah. I think it's helped. Okay. I don't think it's either hurt it or. Well, like you said, if we weren't sort of forced to cohabitate, we wouldn't have spent as much time together. And who knows? I probably would have come into library that day and then left with my book and never seen you again. But because of quarantine, I came in to get a book and then stayed sort of forced to stay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I snuck around that first chunk and he didn't know I was staying, but still stayed, you know. Debatable. What is there to to debate about that? I don't know. He's been waiting to do that all day. You guys kept talking. I had my finger on it for the last minute. You know, what was the original question? I have no idea. Think of it. It's helped or hindered our relationship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I. I I think it's like I I said. I think it's just sped it up, and I don't think it's really hurt it but i don't think it's overly helped except moved it along faster that's all yeah because you are very yeah you're very you're, you're very light airy Skinned. oh <laughs> i am pale that is you are pale um, my, can i just say my my mother <laughs> reached out to me recently to ask if in a picture i just shared with her if i was wearing white tights <laughs> and I was not. <laughs> Just wearing shorts. Now, wait, are you technically a redhead or are you a dark blonde? Like where? I don't know. She's a mix. Depend. I'm a mutt. It depends on the light, I think. Because sometimes okay. it does look red. Sometimes it's blonde. Yeah. Strawberry blonde, I suppose. I don't see the strawberry, but okay. You know, it is interesting. Sorry, while... Even later on in her words, I've been through changes, but I'm still the girl you used to know. It's made me no different. So tell me why you had to go. Well, maybe not exactly, I guess. But, you know, when you 
you know what? Why did you leave? Because I'm thinking that you said you had these, you had to like figure yourself out. Mm-hmm. So you left the church. John, I, left I think John the said, library. You, I mean, the library. Mm-hmm. So you kind of snuck out. All of a sudden you were gone. John Wayne didn't know where you were. What were you feeling like you had to accomplish during that, you know, during that period of time when you left? Well, I, as I'm as I'm thinking about this, actually, I had two objectives. Okay. One, I wanted to become more independent. Okay. But two, I was, I, I think I was also in search of someone who could teach me um, more about spirits and the afterlife and how to potentially summon um, and like communicate with spirits and ghosts. Because you're, that's a thing. I mean, that seems to be a theme of yours. You really do yeah. have a strong passion for this. I do. I had, a, I had a friend who once told me, she was like, I believe that there is someone or something that does follow you. And so mm-hmm. I guess that's always sort of curated in me. And I, I want to get to the bottom of that. Don't you shake your head, John? Lee? I was shaking because I, I, I'm just, I really adamantly don't want that to be true. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't want to get to the afterlife and be like, my angel that's been following me just shaking his head like you sick son of a bitch. Why would he say sick? I plead the fifth. <laughs> what does that mean? That means I'm not going to accuse myself or tell you stuff that I've done that's bad and gross. I don't know or whatever. Gross. I'm, well, s- could... I'm just teasing you cuz I know we've talked about this. Because there's nothing worse than the thought of like my grandmother who passed away, you know, watching you in the bedroom. Yeah. I'm just or saying wherever, everyone, you know, everyone's done some weird or gross stuff at some times. It's like that, like Absolutely. the analogy, like I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to mention actual specifics, but like, it's kind of the idea when someone like when you were younger, not that I would do it now, but someone like farts and you're like, Oh my God, that stinks so bad. Smell this. And then someone's like, Oh my God, it does smell so bad. Why would yeah. you? Why would you smell it? They just told you it smelled bad. Why smell it? Curiosity. Whatever. You want to be? No. It's the case of FOMO. They don't want to miss you out. You want to fear missing out someone's stink? I don't know. I mean, there is that thing of, hey, this tastes bad. Can you taste this, or can you t- taste this and let me and tell me? You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't want to taste. I don't want a bad taste in my mouth. It's like when you're eating nuts. Same. You know that one. You taste that one. You don't want that to be the last taste in your mouth. That one rancid nut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no I mean, <laughs> no one, no one, especially not me. So that gets us to, oh, so that's your reason why you don't want ghosts to be real because that really terrifies you. Yeah. That you could die and a ghost is going to look at you and be like, and judge you, you dirty bastard. Yeah. You dirty, dirty bastard. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I, like, I've seen you chew off your toenails. Wow. I haven't done that. I'm just using an, 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 a hypothetical situation. Okay. I mean, I guess of all the hypothetical situations that a ghost is going to call you out on, that would be pretty bad. Um, That's gross. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of gross stuff. So, like, wait a second then. Does that mean that you, you'll do dirty things? And then do you actually worry about that? Like, does that ever cross your head? Yeah. You don't? Does it prevent so you the, from doing some dirty things? Because you're like, oh, I don't want the ghost to watch no, me it just do makes, this. No, it just makes me double check that the windows are closed or like. 
Absolutely. Else's home or something before I streak across like the, the, you know, the library or something. Leave an upper decker in my bathroom. I would never leave an upper decker. Somebody did. It's too much <laughs> trouble. It's not that much trouble. I mean, so, yeah, okay. So you do it. Ex- no, it doesn't matter. No, it's not. You just lift the thing. You squat the thing. You, you squat the thing. It's right against the wall. The you got to squeeze it right against the wall and make sure it drops. You could use the wall. Too much. No. You're an expert at it, though, so I guess I believe you. But someone obviously had to do it. Mm-hmm. So you do accept the. So you do accept that they could be real. You're just scared of it being real. No, I don't think you, they exist. But you just said that. You close the blinds. You do the thing. You have you have the worry. You are worried. Yeah, you're worried that they're looking it's... over your they're looking over your shoulder, looking at what you're looking at on whatever you're looking at, saying, "You dirty, dirty bastard." Found yeah. it a little contradictory. I don't think so. I'm just saying it would suck to. I would hate to show up in the afterlife to find out the whole time that I was wrong and that there actually was a ghost or uh, uh, an angel or a guardian following me because then I'd also be pissed off like you've been following me and you haven't helped me out at all because you're not willing to accept their help well then stop following me no but here's the thing why would you okay you're scared that they're real so you choose not to believe in them but why no, not do the other way the idea of being scared is different no we've all no the, the thing is red I still get in the water so you're you're saying that yeah there are some things that are objective like so maybe kind of going back circle meets the square we all agree that the thing is red but maybe some things are different you know maybe god I thought I had a point <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought I was so clever um Look, what I'm saying what if you thought about it differently what if it's true that they could be up there waiting for you and you're like you know what I'm going to live my life as if my grandmother is looking over my shoulder and every time I'm on a computer screen, she's watching me. Every time I'm reading a book, every time I'm squatting over my girlfriend's toilet tank, she's watching me. I thought you were about to say like chest. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) She's watching you. And so that way you could live your life in a way where when you got up there, you could be like, hey, I'm good, right? I'm good. No, I don't want to live my life that way. Why be in fear of doing stuff because you're afraid of someone's watching? Okay. Because like, what? There's that old what? analogy: dance like nobody's watching. Okay. What Otherwise, would it take for you to believe in ghosts? Like, what specific thing would it take? A ghost to show up and go, surprise, mother. Did you just bleep yourself? Yeah. Okay, so that's what it would take. Okay. I don't know. I'd want to see the ghost in person, straight up, put my hand through it. Like, right. okay, oh, this is a ghost. And they'd be like, yep, acknowledged. I am a ghost. What if, but that's assuming that a ghost fits what we've all thought of as ghosts. I mean, what if a ghost is like a real person, you know, who. What if I'm a ghost? Well, then it defeats the purpose. Wait, what does that mean? Uh? 
If you turned out to be a ghost, you're real. I can feel you. I can't put a hand through you. <laughs> yeah, but what if that? What if what we've all thought of as ghosts are not ghosts? What if the color red has not been red this whole time? What if I'm, I'm trying to make this work? What if you know? It's just not what we think it is. What if ghosts? Are, what if cats are the are physical ghosts. manifestation of ghosts? That's <gasps> possible. And, and you know, when they're looking at the corner, maybe they're not scared. Maybe they're looking at the corner while they're on your chest, John Wayne, being like, "This bitch, you should have seen what he was doing earlier." You know. Mm-hmm. Probably. Huh. Interesting. I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> If you ask me, cats are just cats would be the first one to tattletale on you, so Yeah. Okay. Well, she I mean, this was actually a pretty short chapter. I mean, she really does clearly there's this person that she has strong feelings about, you know. Like you said, she doesn't care about money. Um or fancy cars. Fancy cars, you know, you know being. You know who says that though? Who? People that have money and have fancy cars. People who already have that stuff. I. No, it that, would be my debate. I think that's a fair debate. I don't care about money. Or it's the people who have never had any of that. I've never had any of that. So are you disappointed in our relationship because I don't have any of that either? I'm not disappointed in you for not having it. I'm just disappointed in my life for not having it. Wait. (laughs) I'm confused. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I I tuned out and then I came back and I'm like, wait, hold on. So because you've never had it, you don't. She's saying that. Because I've never had it, then it wouldn't matter to me. But it matters to me. Not, I guess not for someone else not having it. I mean, she does have money. Because she, she does say, um, I've been through those changes, but I'm still the girl you used to know. It's made me no difference, so tell me why you had to go. Oh, baby, I will trade the fancy cars for a chance oh. today. It's incomparable. I might be sitting with the movie stars. So obviously at this point, she's, you know, mm. got some I, dough. Everybody yeah. says that I just have it all. But I can't make you love me. Mm-hmm. Is it my life or the things that I do can't make you love me? I'm just a girl with a crush on you. So clearly at this point, it's a story about a woman who loves some, She's got it all or she's got money. You're right. Fancy cars. And she can't make this guy love her, this person. She can't buy his affection. Right. Good. Good. Yeah. Clearly, this is an example where it's, you know, she she sees money and power and wealth as one thing. He sees it as something else, as in that that's not all, you know. doesn't need it. Yeah. That thing, you might call that thing red, but to me, that's not red. That's green, you know. To me, I don't care what color that is, even. There you go. That's even a better way. Yeah, but if she doesn't care about fancy cars, then why does she have fancy cars? She thought it would impress him. I suppose. Mm. Well, maybe or at one point she thought it was. Them. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. I'll trade the fancy cars. And he's like, yeah, because I need a little, I, I want a bucket, you know? 
for the goat's milk, probably. Mm. Right. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I'm, it's I'm so... just playing the devil's advocate here. I'm just playing the the Timberlake ad- advocate here. So it is interesting, though, to think about being in a situation where I think we've all experienced wanting more. Or maybe I shouldn't say all because I don't know you too as far as like what you might think of this, but maybe people have in the past thought, man, I wish I could have that, or I wish I could have a new phone, or I wish I could have a new piece of technology or a new outfit or a better body without realizing that there are probably people who do not care and like you just as, I mean, I guess I'm sort of conflating the two different things, but. Conflating. Let's, uh, let's do something we haven't done for a while. Okay. Let's do a little. Let's do a little Bessie favorite. Let's do a little role play. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a very, very rich trillionaire. Okay. Um. um my name will be. What should my name be? Beth Jesus. Okay, my name's Beth <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Who should Natalie be? Oh, I'm in this? Yeah, of course. Always. There's oh. yeah. We always so, have the third person who usually doesn't say anything. Okay. Natalie? Wait, who am who who is who, what are we role playing? Yeah, what's We're playing like I'm I'm Brittany. I have the money, so I'm Beth Got it. Jesus. Got it. And and I'm the and I'm the guy. You're who the, she you're the wants. person who apparently doesn't care about money. But and you're gonna try got to it. woo him over. Yeah, I'm gonna try to woo him over. And then Natalie can be your nurse. And then Natalie's my nurse. Yep. Okay. Fever yeah. check. Okay. We're good yep. to go. Okay. okay. Look, Brittany. Beth. No, Beth. Beth. Oops. <laughs> Oops, yes. you did it again. Stop. <laughs> okay, Look. don't try to be cute. You... You're just a nurse. Stick to your job. <laughs> Change his bedpan. Look, Beth, I'm good. No, you're not. You know what? You're actually, you're great. Not good. You're great. And you could be better, though. Even better than great. With me, together, we could be amazing. Yeah, so but here, how can... You can relate. How can you relate to anything that I have? I am just a guy who runs a church trying to find a man on a dating profile, and you can have anything you want. How can you possibly relate to me? How can you relate to my life? You don't, Aaron, you don't think I started off as a nobody? You don't think I started off where you were with no fancy cars and no money? I started down there on the street. Really? Yeah. And I was slinging drugs and giving out RJs for 20 bucks. Okay? Yeah, I started off. And now here I am. Look at me now. Big business mogul with trillions of dollars to throw where I want. But I'm not going to throw it anywhere. I'm not going to give to charity. No, because I want you, Aaron. Would you give it all up for me? No, but I'll give you (laughs) some of it. But and you'll that's... be the happiest person in the world. Just come live with me, and you'll and eventually you'll love me. You're saying that. So you're saying you would buy my love. What would you buy? It's him? not necessarily buying your love. I'm gonna. 
Name something you want, Aaron. Name it. True Name love. Something. You want true love? Name something else. <laughs> you don't think you don't think you could come to love me over a couple years? Are you saying that there are things? You're saying that there's nothing you can't buy. I there's nothing I can't buy. You can't buy true love. Yes, I can. Yeah. Yeah. Come well, with me for a year. See what happens. I'm walking away from this. Wow. Don't walk away. I got you a car. You can't buy. Well, thank you, and I appreciate it. You know that that was really generous of you. But and I'm it's sitting I'm on wa- your new yacht. And I got to tell you, man, in these trying times, it's nice to have a place to get away from. But I'm still walking away. I'm still walking I'm gonna away. Pay all your bills. You're gonna have universal health care forever. Well, still, that's not enough. You could have. Give you benefits to your job. And I'm gonna. I'm not just you, but the whole country. You know, I gotta say, that exercise really <laughs> made me think, because that was a hard no. I mean, that was hard to say no to. You know. So to have our, everything you wanted. Well, I'm just thinking about this guy or this person that Brittany is talking about, and the fact that they're so willing to not be with her even though she has all this stuff yeah that's hard because i was tempted there i really was so you so you really wouldn't try to like attempt to love someone if they were like doting on you and giving you all this stuff you wouldn't even attempt to allow it see here's the thing i would always wonder if i was just a piece of their collection versus Mm -hmm. i mean i'd have to wonder I wonder if someone who's really wealthy or has a lot of means would be so easily swayed because they would have to, I would, they would have to wonder if someone is really wanting them for them or wanting them for their money. Mm -hmm. But I think people like that who are at that stage just don't care anymore. Maybe like, I honestly think like I, I, I'm in your boat. I'm just playing the, I'm just playing the other side, but I agree with you. I think it'd be very difficult to be with someone that had everything because like you, I'd be like, Oh, am I just another trophy for this mantle? Like as soon as you, how many you, others of me yeah. does he, right. If I get a couple wrinkles. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, it's just like royalty back in the day. Like these Kings having all these mistresses and bastard children out of wedlock. Cause they're like, you know, King Henry the eighth. Yeah. Like what a what a D. Yeah. But on the other hand, if they're really wanting to make sh- yeah, but yeah, if someone is a trillionaire, they're probably like, ah, this person can screw me left and right. Who cares? No one knows exactly how wealthy Britney was, so she might not have been a trillionaire, but no, maybe probably not. But she was probably wealthy for her time. People just give yeah. her going money at her. Yeah. Hmm. What about you, Natalie? What are your thoughts? Well, I have two. Listening to your um, role play made mm-hmm. me wonder. It, my brain just started going to. There's a name for this, but I don't know what it is. When like someone is kidnapped, but then the person who's kidnapped falls Stockholm in love. Syndrome. Stockholm syndrome falls in love mm-hmm. with the person who has kidnapped them. Like that's what that kind of felt like. Like you just kidnapped you, Beth, whatever your name was. 
kidnapped Aaron and you were like, you're going to fall in love with me within the year because I'm going to shower you with all of this money and toys. And I just wanted him to be open to it. Like, what's wrong with being open to loving someone? Right. But it's, it's like, because you're you're buying the love, basically. So and you're saying I bought your love? No, I'm not saying that You got at all. to stay here in a library for free. I can serve. I can pay you rent if you want. But that's not. That's a lot of that's not, the, that's not the point. <laughs> it just that was one thought. Is it made me think of that? Yeah. I don't know if that has anything to do with why Brittany wrote this. But my other thought is like, is that maybe it's not as literal as we're taking it, and maybe it's a little more metaphoric. Like, like there's a. We, part... we do tend to confuse those here on the podcast, so. <laughs> Because there's a part where just the thought of being close to you, it's incomparable. Should I be happy with the life I live and the things I do? It seems like I have it all. But maybe what she's missing is this spiritual connection, like with a God of her own, if you will. And maybe that's what she means. It's like she can't be happy unless she finds this other thing. No? Oh, you're saying that Brittany isn't necessarily speaking to a boy or a girl or a person right. that right. got it. But like, like for her, maybe her God, like, no, I, I, I don't need these fancy cards. I don't need all this money. I just need you, this, yeah. this God person to lead me or show me or follow me or let me know that I'm enough. Maybe, maybe it's a ghost. Maybe. Maybe it is. You know? know, maybe it's saying, look, I've been through all this stuff. I can't make you love me. Like, I can't make you want to show yourself to me. Mm -hmm. I can't make you want to expose yourself to me. Right. Right. I feel like every time I'm sitting down doing something, you're looking over my shoulder, looking at me, calling me a dirty bastard. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, I so. It's possible. Yeah. Those are my, those are my two thoughts. Yeah. Neither one of them are well, I was going to say, I feel like it's interesting. I don't know exactly if I would, because even me, I have a, I have a hard time dating insofar as are people wanting me for me, this adorable round faced chubby guy with all of these trappings of power in my empty church or you know, uh, I messed that up, but you know what I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which, which is it, you know, can I be, you know, are they trying to like date me because they want to be able to like get out of Wednesday services? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. oh, hey, you know, sorry, I'm going to be late. I don't know. Do you think someone would date you just to get out of Wednesday service? I mean, there's a seems like a long con. A lot of work just to get out of Wednesdays. Yeah, I suppose. I guess they could just like not date me and then just not come to Sunday service. I mean, Wednesday services. I mean, dating is a lot different than like sleeping with. Like, that's fair. Like, if you were like sleep, if someone was sleeping with their boss, like that's different. You know what I mean? I think if someone were to to use you in that way, it would be to get up higher in the ra rankings of the Britney Church, not to get out of it. Right. No, I would. I would sleep with someone to get out of it. Really? I thought you enjoyed this. Uh, I thought you were discovering. No, that. I'm just saying that I'm. I would be capable of doing something like that. Is what I'm saying. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah. No. Same. If I'm like. I mean, I've. Yeah. 
if I was like at a, a, a car salesman, he's trying to sell me his car and I'm like, just stop. I don't want to buy it. And he's just like, please. And I'd be like, fine, I'll sleep with you. And then he'll stop trying to sell me the car. Got it. Wow. You use what you got, you know? Sure. Yeah. I'm just, this is hypothetical. This is hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. Um, you use what you got. I wonder if I could. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that I've done things in my past before I found Brittany that some might consider. Um... Shady? Yeah. You know, down right yeah scandalous rotten oh i don't know about rotten i mean we both got what we needed i got oh my rent paid they got a smile on their face you know hey oh so yeah i suppose that there are situations that because you know what it is interesting this kind of goes back to the red and green thing because isn't it interesting even with morality mm-hmm. how some people are like oh really Oh, then you're just a slut or you're a dirty bastard or you're a thief. But yeah. then to someone else's perspective, it's like, no, I'm trying to survive or who cares? It's just a body. You know what I mean? I still have self-respect. I still love myself. Yeah. You know? Well, there's a lot of, I think there's a huge thing right now, especially with quarantine and people not going out as much as often. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talk about a website called like OnlyFans. Mm, I've heard of it. And like, it's basically like, essentially like a stripper just does her thing on online now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, obviously, <laughs> I would never pay for something like that. Because that's ridiculous. But, but you are familiar with it. Well, of course, I, I know a lot of stuff. I'm very knowledgeable, if you will. Um. Yeah, it's in the vernac. It's in the news. It's in the world. You yeah. know, people are having to get creative. And the truth is, it's not just stripping. There's people who are, there are like famous people who are doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are um, people like, who are. I, I know it's mostly like, known for like, sexy time stuff. You know, sporking. Right. And people pay you to see. Like I know a lot of people put their artwork on it, mm-hmm. and people can pay to see their artwork. What is this yeah. called again? OnlyFans. Only fan plural. Fans? Only fans. Yeah. Only fans. Yeah, yeah. Like even like dancers and stuff. Like all sorts of artists use it for yeah. that medium. It just happens to be there's other people now that they're like, oh, I can do that. You can yeah. see my sexy videos. Yeah. Um, which like I like I said, and people, some people, you know, they're not doing it to be, you know, like shady, like you were saying. Right. Like, they saw the respect. Like I, one girl's paying, you know, through nursing school to do it. You yeah, know, you, do, you do you, you know, whatever you got to do. Obviously, it's not something I would do. Right. But is I mean, it an app or a website? I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> I'm not sure. I would assume it's a website. Or, or maybe both, you know, I'm technology sure today. App. Yeah, I'm sure they have an app for it. I don't know. Okay. Anyways. But it's what, yeah, I know that um, I actually know two people who have come to me for guidance because they were considering it and they ended up doing it. And, you know, they've come to church and they seem very happy because they've taken ownership. They don't, um, one of them is more, I know she does spork. You know, she talked about that, but it's mostly just sort of like showing off her body because she has a lot of tattoos. 
you know. So she kind of like shows off her body, you know, but, you know, sometimes it's in a bathtub full of suds, you know. Sure. That's so uh, fun. Someone might call that art. Yeah. It's just a different type of art. Yeah. Totally. Some might say red, some might say green, you know. Now, you think that, well, Natalie, I mean, I'm sure that, do you feel like you need something to express yourself? Because the the two young women that I've helped, you know, they really seem to feel empowered. You oh, know? yeah. Well, I bet it, it sounds like it would be, especially if you end up with a lot of fans. Yeah. AKA Kizash. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like a bonus. It's like, you know, back when Instagram was a thing, like the more followers People you didn't had, make the more money likes off Instagram, though. Well, unless I think some do, but influencers. Like a, yeah, whatever. Just saying, but not in that even... category. Like you actually had to have a lot of fans. You can still make money on OnlyFans without having a lot of people. That's what I'm trying to get to, but you keep interrupting me. I'll just shut up. Just saying that it's like that, but better. Yeah, because you can you can say, this is how you know if you wanna if you wanna see my stuff, it's this amount of dollars. You oh, know. I love that. And I think they can tip you too. I think you can get tipped. Oh wow. So, yeah. Well, I'm just so intrigued because. One of my side jobs is helping a dance company, and we've filmed a few things like socially distant and um, trying to be quarantine safe, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. And she's been trying trying to figure out a way to release those videos, but in a way to get donations or make money in a sense. So, hello. Well, this might okay. be maybe a good solution. No, maybe it's not. maybe you guys are both making faces. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's a good I think it's a like I said I've seen legitimate artists use it so yeah it's one thing um <laughs> as he shakes his head I don't know well, why he's shaking his head yeah so maybe OnlyFans is an option you know who's to say I can't because I have no <laughs> he idea he keeps shaking his head like it's not <laughs> just be honest man I feel like it is a little synonymous with more of the sporking. I, I think it's gotten that way. I, I don't think it's how it started that way. I no, think it, I that's think it, true. I think it's synonymous with uh, what what are we referring to Tinder as? <laughs> I don't remember, but yeah, dating apps. But it's like, yeah, it's like it's like how dating apps started. Like there was the dating app, app was specifically just a, a hookup app. But it didn't turn into that. It turned into a dating app and not just a hookup app. Like things are intended for a certain thing. And OnlyFans was meant to be for fans of people's art. And then, of right. course, someone found it as a medium to be like, oh, I can spork on here and people. You guys will pay keep to see saying it. the word spork. And I'm a little unclear as to what. Sporking. Sporking off. Like. Other people or yourself? Yourself. Well, I don't you get sports. Some... We oh, that's to... just an old word that we just yeah. That's oh. not really like commonly used, but yeah, oh. it's basically that. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm old. I'm an old soul. Mm. Yeah. Spork. Your, okay. Your grandma told you how to spork, I guess. Yes, but not with that word. I... Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. okay. Great. Got it. Thank you for getting me on the same page. 
Um, yeah, the, the funnier part is me sitting over here rubbing my crotch and like showing the jerk yeah. off motion, trying to show her what squirking is. Well, hey, you know, maybe she's like red, green, you know, that I didn't think that that's what that was. I don't you know? think that's the same analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we? Um, Left field. Yep. That's usually where we end up. The... I feel like we've got a good idea then because even now I'm starting to reconsider, you know, what I would do in this situation, you know, would I give up everything so that way I could be with someone because it's just a crush. I mean, obviously she has strong feelings for this person, but maybe it's, maybe it would be better for her to find someone that she can relate to and that can relate to her. You know, so someone else who is equally as rich or I don't even know if rich is the right word, but someone who else who has the same means, you know, so you, you think it's impossible to fall in love, love with someone like of like a different class culture. Or class. I feel or... like there's always stories like that. I feel like there's so many stories of the prince and the pauper, the yeah, the president marrying the or the the some royal marrying a commoner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like there's always that story and sometimes it might work out, you know, but you know, there's, there's stories of like, in back in the, a long time ago, movie stars who fall in love with like their waitress, you know, and, or like fall in love with their nanny or librarian. Exactly. Wait, yeah, she tried to throw one in there on the side. Yeah. Exactly. So, I don't know. I guess at this point, I really sh beggars shouldn't be choosers, and I should just, you know, <laughs> maybe I should actually find myself in that situation first. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then I can figure it out. Is your dating app still up? It is. Um it is. My problem is that I, <laughs> I, the truth is I would not describe myself using the word ugly. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. However, when I'm going through these apps, I do find myself not looking at the guy saying, oh, I like him. I like, I, you know, I like him or I don't like him. I find myself saying, oh, he wouldn't like me. He oh. wouldn't like me. Uh, he probably would like me, you know, and so I, um, yeah, I probably need to still work on some of my own stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Are you still also attracting old women? A lot of them. A lot of them. I don't understand it. I don't know what it is about me. I mean, I know that my ad describes my love of knitting and crocheting oh, that makes sense um wearing mumus you know or cap a caftan what i wear to bed that's a mumu the gray one you know um <laughs> that 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 old show the golden girls yeah you uh, know show. that's a good one. maybe i should tweak my, my Maybe I should tweak that a little bit. Maybe. You know. 
There's nothing like know. a caftan. Because there's something very uh, specific and unique about those things. And I think that someone out there is going to really dig it. That is not an old woman. So just keep swiping? I think so. Yeah. Okay. If it's you, don't change it. I think of a, I, I know you're like, you, you said you're just submitting yourself to the guys that you think would like you. But I think for me, it's like the community theater. Sometimes I submit to these small projects. Mm-hmm. And someone told me once, like, oh, why aren't you submitting to these bigger projects? And why just the small ones? I'm like, well, because I'm, I'm like not good enough for these big projects. Or they want someone that's, um, you know, has large community project access. And I don't mm. have that. But I, they're like, well, if you submit to them anyways, if they really want you, they'll, they'll, they'll make clearance. I think sense. what he's getting at is if you're only throwing the bones to the little fish, you're only going to catch the little fish. But if you throw right. the bone out to the to the if you widen your net, why using the why using the analogy a of bone, bone with the fish? I don't know. I'm I'm having as much trouble with words as you are. But if I'm not you, having trouble with words. I'm much better wordsmith. You literally just said if that makes sense, and it kind of didn't. So if I'm just the analogy saying, didn't make sense. It wasn't the words that I used. Okay, well then, fine. Everyone understands what he meant. Yes. I will say, John Wayne has, every once in a while, he's asked me my opinion on, like, a photo or, you know, what I thought of a, you know, helped him out with something he was trying to submit for some of these acting things. And I tell him, that's really good, or you look really good in this photo and he's very like, eh, uh, it's whatever wrong with them. And really it's, you know, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of green and red in this episode because it's true that John Wayne might think that he looks a certain way or has a certain amount of talent. And when I look at him, I'm like, dude, you know, you look much better or you have way more talent than you think you do. Mm-hmm. It's probably the same with me. You know, I probably need to stop saying, uh, I'll just find someone that can settle on me versus like, no, you know what? I'm a catch. You are a catch. There's nothing wrong with wearing a caftan. There's nothing wrong with wearing a big flowy piece of fabric. You know, exactly. sometimes I, I just want to like go commando and not have to worry about whatever. Yes. Sometimes you just want to sit down and knit. You know? Make a big chunky blanket. I'm into it. I feel good about today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> the pause. Um, did you guys get anything out of it today? That Natalie doesn't think I'm a better wordsmith than her. Oh. I was going to say that I I can't make anyone love me, but somehow he loves me anyways. But do I? Well, she but didn't disagree you? with That's you. Question mark. That's true. Okay. What I about got you, Aaron. I got that. You know, everything. There really is a lot of subjective subjectivity in the world. You know, and really, you can't always understand everyone's exact position. 
but that doesn't mean you can't try to try to understand or empathize, you know, like, I don't know why this guy doesn't want to be with her. I know why I probably wouldn't want to be with someone that's super wealthy, but I have my own wealth and I have my own struggles with trying to get, I get it. I think <laughs> so. Well, Hey everybody. Great episode today. We got to get some relationship talk. I hope people out there that are going through this quarantine are able to get something listening to these two amazing people that were on our podcast today. And yeah, it's exciting times. We're coming up towards the end of the year. It's crazy that this quarantine, it's crazy that it's still going on. Um, I remember when we first started recording remotely. Mm. That it was this idea that, hey, we'll do this for a few months and then we'll come back in season two and we'll record in person. And then it's, you know, we're almost, we're halfway, we're over halfway through season two now, you know, it's crazy. 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 Well, crazier is I think that uh, it's going to be like this for a while longer. Probably so, but thankfully, you know, we've adjusted as I'm sure many of you out there have adjusted, you know, I mean, you two have adjusted, right? Mm-hmm. Very well. Yeah. Very well adjusted. Subjective. Blue. Oh, no, wait. Red and green. Red and green. Red and green right here in front of my face. So, well, hey, everybody. Enjoy your week. We love you. Brittany loves you. Um, thank you to our special guest, Natalie. Thank you again for having me. And my amazing co-host, John Wayne. Bless uh, Brittany. And we will see you guys next week. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.